K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Welcome back to Black on Both Sides. I am one half of your host, King Kunta 3X. Thank you for finding us. And the other half of your host is the world-renowned, locally known, universally accepted. Nine out of ten. Dennis says, hey, this dude right here. This dude, he gets it. Mr. Beyonce, what up, B? I totally get it. Totally. Right. Uh, so, off top, B, I want to say happy pride. Oh, because you're telling me that because... We're all celebrating pride, are you not? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I did listen to some Luther Vandross today, and I watched um, a couple of seasons, I mean, a couple of episodes of the new season of The Shy. Does that count? Close enough. So, you know, we're, we're happy uh, with Happy Pride Month, and, you know, whatever <laughs> color your flag, you fly that motherfucker with, with pride. Fly it high. Unless, fly it high. Fly it low, fly it long, unless it's a goddamn Confederate flag, in which case, fuck you and fuck your flag. What if they had like Bump. a, a rainbow colored Confederate flag? Eh, closer to the line. Close, I think Bubba Wallace would still have a problem with that. <laughs> I know you remember all that. They found the noose in his garage. The FBI went in and did an investigation. It turns out that that rope was in his garage for since almost a year. Works for me. That makes perfect sense to me. I don't, I don't understand why people are still upset. Because it's a noose. But who said a noose is just for hanging black people? That's not all that a noose is made for. When have you seen another noose in, out in the wild? That's a, very, that's a very unique knot. All right. But are you, are you saying that a noose was created and invented for the purpose of hanging black people from trees and or signposts? I'm saying that most of the MAGA people would say that is his highest and best use and has been as such since, I don't know, 1913, birth of a nation. I think a noose, the noose's power is that as you pull it, it gets tighter. But that's valuable for a lot of uses. How, how dare they just okay, how about this? kidnap that what? for black people's hangings? What if I were to tell you that no other such ropes, such knots were, were, are used, and that's not a typical knot used in a NASCAR garage. Then what? Um, well, I would say typical knot in a NASCAR garage. I don't, I, don't, I don't ever think of there would be a reason to have a knot in a NASCAR garage unless there was something that it was doing, like maybe pulling a door. I just I, no nope, I'm freestanding. Not, I'm not mad. At, I'm not mad at that people are mad. But to me, it's the same thing. Hijacking the noose is the same as as gay people hijacking the rainbow. Like, what did a rainbow ever do to gay people? Okay, Ralphie May, we're gonna keep it moving. Uh, I mean, leprechauns. A noose is a noose. Leprechauns everywhere have had to abandon their pots of gold for fear of being lambasted for being gay. <laughs> See, I think you're attempting to gaslight here, or are you doing that? I'm, I'm not falling for it. Okay. I'm not falling for it. BM tired as fuck because I was up all night watching uh, a King Kunta indie flick. What is that? Comedy. You ever see Royal Tannenbaums? I did with Ben Stiller. Right. Do you know what that movie's about? No idea. I stopped watching it or I fell asleep because it was so weird. Exactly. It's a movie about nothing. Remember when I, earlier I was talking about The Dead Don't Die? Uh, several shows ago. It's a movie about nothing. <laughs> There's no resolution. It just ends. I was watching this fucking amazing, deliciously, deliciously weird 
dark comedy called An Evening with Beverly Luff-Lynn. It's fucking awesome. He's got the black guy, uh, Craig Robinson. Yeah, Craig Robinson. He was the uh, black guy who worked in the warehouse on The Office. He also was in Hot Tub Time Machine. Right. Yeah, and then it's got uh, Aubrey Plaza, who is from Parks and Rec. She was also on this uh, FX show, uh, Legion. Nope. Uh, hmm? Nope, never heard of that one. Well, I don't think you would. It was an ind- it was an indie show on FX and did pretty well. And it's probably going to be re- released on Netflix or Hulu for a se- second season. But anyway, long story short, so she's most widely known from uh, Parks and, and Rec uh, as Chris Pratt's love interest in that show. Um, so yeah, so it had those two people in it. It was just fucking amazing. Amazing. It's like the thing I liked about the Royal Tannenbaums was you're watching it and you don't know when it is. It's like a melange of 80 shit and 90 shit. You can't tell. You can't tell. So this is a great movie. And at the end of the movie, it was like, oh, I guess it's over. Love that shit. <laughs> Are you being sarcastic? Oh, it's not. Are you no, being sarcastic? No. no, I fucking love this movie. By the way, I forgot another big star in that movie. Uh, it's got Jermaine of Britain. Jermaine uh, fame from the Flight of the Concords. Oh, you don't know what I'm talking about. Do you? I do. HBO show back in the day. They were yeah, like Jermaine. musicians. Yeah, yeah. Jermaine is Jermaine's the uh, the guy with the with the glasses and and the hair. Yeah, he's very hairy. Yeah, yeah. He's also in there. So it was just a phenomenal dark comedy. I give a high level overview. Uh, frustrated wife um, gets fired by her husband at a coffee shop and seeks out freedom by going to see a magic show. And also by uh, kidnapping her kidnapper and forcing him to go along with it. Great wow. show. Wow. Great movie. It's on Netflix right now. It's, it's amazing. What's the that name overview, of it? <laughs> What's the name of it again? It's called... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing because it's, it's, it's so super funny. It's called An Evening with Beverly Luff Lynn. Two words. Wow. Luff Lynn. Yeah, man. It is fucking... A, it's amazing. I'm not going uh, to rush to that one. Sorry, Kunta. Yeah, it's like, so So Craig Robinson's character, for like 90% of the movie, he doesn't even speak. He only emotes with grunts. You got to check it out. It's amazing. It is really, it's, you know, it's a slow burn. But it's <laughs> really? really good. It is really good. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's a slow burn. You don't but say. It, it's really, really amazing. Uh, it's like a mighty wind. Um, wow, that kind of genre. Um, the high, the yeah. highlight of it is Craig T. Robinson's grunts. Mm. No, that is not the highlight. That is not the highlight at all. Okay. I'm just giving a very high overview. Okay, because it's it's one of those movies, like I said, that I like where there's no where there's no real end to it. Right. But there's a shocker at the end that makes the whole damn movie make sense uh, in as much as it could, given all that's happening. I watched a so, uh, social justice movie that ended up, um, it, it was kind of, it got a little humor to it, but um, in the end, it was, a, it was a message movie. It was a black movie too, and kind of artsy a little bit, called uh, Blind Spotting. You ever heard of that? 
Mm, no, I have not heard of Blind Spotting. I, I think it's worth a watch. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it as like you got to watch it tonight, but you know, it's one of those movies you, you get a little bit, get something out of, and it's a, it's got a couple of humorous parts in it. You know, some social social issues they try to tackle in there. Police brutality being one of them. Yeah, I kind of you know I got a lot of that, got a lot of that going on without. Yeah, I try to detach when I can. Uh, I know that's not fair. I know that's cheating. But, you know, I try to detach when I can. I'm not always successful. So that's what that was about. Uh, oddly enough, Be Honest, who's not King Kunta 3X, let's watch the Socially Conscious movie, and King Kunta 3X watched um, some fluff. <laughs> Speaking of fluff, B, have you heard about these white voice actors who are saying, hey, I don't feel good doing this shit anymore. So I'm going to stop doing being a voice actor for playing these voicing over these animated black characters because they should be uh, voiced by people who look like them. Who like who? Uh, Family Guy, Cleveland, The Cleveland Show. <laughs> That's a white guy? White, white guy. <laughs> and a few years ago, and I guess he's, he's just restating it, uh, they Simpsons cut out Apu. The Indians. Yeah, they cut him a while ago, though. Yeah, but he's just putting it up. Remember, I did that shit, too. But the Cleveland guy. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I was you know. I was heartbroken. You, you didn't know either? No. I didn't count. Honestly, I don't give a shit. I'm sorry, white people. Uh, we don't give a fuck about voice acting. I know that there are some roles, things like uh, Gods of Egypt, that shouldn't have had so many white people in it. But um, we don't really give a fuck about Cleveland and the family guy. I don't anyway. Do you? Mm, it's not really on my radar anymore. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I just want to go on record, B, because they're trying to cancel people. You know, they uh, got Jimmy Kimmel and some blackface. Yeah, I remember that. He was in a basketball outfit or something, right? Doing Shaq or something like that. Something about Oops. basketball. Yeah, or Charles Barkley. I don't remember. Yeah, something. Oopsie Scrudels. And they got uh, Fallon for that, too. Oh, it was Fallon I was thinking about, maybe. No, it's Fallon and Kimmel. Both oh, wow. Of them. Yeah. Well, no. And Jamie Foxx came out and tried to tried to tried to get us off of Fallon, but it is what it is. Who was the one who had the song, the Snoop Dogg remake? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, he said nigga four or five times in it though. Ew. In in Snoop Dogg. That's Do not in, okay. In Snoop Dogg's well, I think it was Jimmy Fallon. That's not okay. Yeah. At all. Uh even if he's pretending to want- be Snoop Dogg? Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes, it's not okay, or yes, it is okay. Yes, it's not okay. Yes, okay. that's no. All right. <laughs> though I want to go on record though. Tropical Thunder. Oh my goodness. Don't cancel him. Come on, man. Don't do it. Don't do it, Kunta. Don't do it. Don't do it. Will, will you let me finish? Okay, I'll let you finish. Don't do it, can't don't do don't do it. Don't cancel him. Will you let me finish? I will. I will just don't cancel, okay? I'm gonna let you finish though. Go ahead. Don't cancel. Don't do it. Robert Downey Jr. Plays a white actor who turned himself into a black actor and then thought he was a black actor for real. It's funny as fuck. As and he's a method well. actor. But let me be clear. Let me be all the way. Not 99 and a half, because like my grandma say, that just won't do. But 100. <clears throat> black people. White people. Brown people, yellow people, all the people, get on in here. 
You can leave the door open. I don't want everybody to hear it. Did Robert Downey Jr. dress in blackface? Yes, the fuck he did. Does blackface, is blackface one of the worst things that someone can do? Yes, of course it is. Is saying the N-word and you're not black a bad thing? Yes, it is. Is Ronnie, is Robert Downey Jr.'s blackface offensive and should he be canceled? No, the fuck he should not. Come fight me. He's got a pass. He's got a blackface pass. Yeah, I said that shit. King Kunta 3X told you I'm black every day, all goddamn day, twice on Sunday. Don't be coming to me trying to cancel Robert Downey Jr. Fuck you. That's funny as fuck. It was. And I, I think, might go watch it when we're done. And I think it was even funnier that he, it felt to me like he was making fun of a white person that would do that. Yes, that's the point. Right. <laughs> that's the entire point. The, ridiculous, the ridiculousness of, I guess he was an, an Australian actor trying to play a black man who get, who's a method actor and can't get out and, and forgets that he's actually a, a white man playing a black man. Oh, my God. <laughs> like the way what do you that- mean, you people? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean, you people? The black characters in the movie that interact with him, it's a let you have to see it before you cancel it. I, I encourage everyone to see it. They're even you he even took it further. It's like a YouTube, like how it came about and everything. So look his whatever his name, I can't remember his name, but his name. Look that up in YouTube, the character's name. And there's like a oh, I don't a, remember the character's name. Me either. I can't remember I, now. But there's a YouTube series, like a couple of videos he made about it. So I think it's hilarious. I think that the point of it was making fun of the fact that anybody white would ever try to, to do blackface. That's what the point of the character was, was to make fun of it. So I think you're right. We got to give him a pass on that. And it's very funny. Not only is it very funny, he can do that shit again. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, tomorrow, hey, hey, RDJ, how'd that last movie go? The Zookeeper or the fuck that shit? Well, Dr. Doolittle, how'd that work out for you? It didn't go very well at all. Maybe you should play Iron Man again. Well, I can't because they killed my character. Show you right, man. You know what you should do? Tropical Thunder 2. A spinoff of Tropic Thunder. <laughs> I would be here for all of that shit. Yeah. Wearing a Black Panther shirt wrapped around in, an Af- in a Black African-American flag. The red, black, and green. So, yeah. So, if you don't like, if you, you know, you cancel all them motherfuckers, but don't touch RDJ. Mm-mm. Yeah. <sighs> Let's see. All right. That was the fun portion of this show. Oh, God, it was quick. It was. There's a lot to talk about. So, B, have you heard about Elijah McClain? I have. Yeah, he, Elijah McClain was a, I want to say, 22-year-old uh, black male who was different. He's a, How different? Well, he's the type of person that would play violins to pets in a pet store. For fun. Play classical violin for them. Uh, I don't know if he's autistic or he had Asperger's. Don't know. He was also anemic. It means, you know, you have blood issues. Get cold easily. So he went to a store to buy some iced tea in Aurora, Colorado. Um, Because it was cold and because he's anemic, he was wearing a ski mask, which, by the way, is not illegal. Um, as he was went in to purchase, someone made a call to police, probably a Karen, saying, this person looks suspicious. The police pull up. 
they try to talk to him, uh, his answers clearly seem to not be the type of answers normal people give to things. And uh, I'm not going to read his his words because they're heartbreaking. But in his words, you can see this is not how normal people talk. And in addition to that, uh, they they do that thing they normally do, uh, which is stop resisting. And so they're trying to they're trying to detain him. He doesn't want to be touched because I believe that's part of his thing. Uh, he's very different. And as they are. Are, are grabbing him and, and putting him into custody. He's asking them to respect his boundaries and we're all cool. And, you know, I'm not violent. You know, I'm a vegan. I don't even harm insects. And so they restrain him. And somehow first responders on the scene and to uh, calm him down, the uh, responder puts ketamine in his system. Um, mind you, mind you, Elijah is actually about 145, 150 pounds soaking wet. Not a big man at all. Thin. And these police officers just decided that they needed him calmed down and so ketamine was injected in the system and that caused him to have a heart attack. And he died. This happened back, I believe, in August 2019 in Aurora, Colorado. So, given that we're in a moment right now with regard to black lives and mattering and whatnot, this case was, was pushed forward. The governor of Colorado is now reopening the case until what the police did. Um, here are some things. Apparently, the amount, the dosage of ketamine that was injected in his system to calm him down was far more than you would need for a man his size. And, you know, keep that in mind. The police did not inject him with ketamine. The first responder did. So what we have here is another black man having an interaction with the police that winds up in him dying. So. That's my overview. B, did, did I did I miss out on anything you think is important? I believe from what I read to be exact, they gave him enough for a 240-pound man. Again, this kid, maybe 150 pounds with all of his clothes on and a jacket, maybe, decided to go down to buy some iced tea wearing a ski mask because this is America. And he wanted to wear a ski mask to keep his face warm because he has anemia. And bought his iced tea and he had his headphones in and he's just... Dancing and jamming, having a good time. On his way to wherever the hell he's from. Not bothering anybody. Purchased that iced tea. And someone called and said, hey, this guy looks suspicious. And they called the cops. And did, from there, it goes downhill. Did, um, did, did they mention whether or not they thought he had some type of weapon? Or did they ever say anything about that at all? Because I'm trying to figure out how the, the, the initial contact went from, hey, are you okay? Or, hey, you're having such a good time, man. Stop having such a great time. To, he's a threat. 
I haven't heard anything about the uh, night, the call saying that he had he seemed threatening. I think the call was this guy's acting weird, acting strange. So what though? Yeah, yeah. Hundred and forty pounds, hundred forty five pounds is probably his real weight. Right. When and I encourage you to Google Elijah. Um, you know, justice for Elijah. And, and hold on a second. Uh, you can put it like this. Visually, nobody's afraid of him. No one's intimidated by him. He doesn't look the part of an of a um, intimidating uh, figure. Even with the ski mask on, is not a. He's a slight dude who's gigging and has his iced tea. Google Elijah McLean, and you will normally quickly see his purported, you know, last words. And when you read his last his words, the last thing he said before they inject him with the ketamine, it's very clear that something's off. Not often, oh my God, he's crazy, but often, hey, there's something going on with you. He even told him I'm an introvert. Yeah. I just mind Please my respect business. my boundaries. Yeah, I, I don't do it. I don't hurt anybody. I don't, I don't I mind my business. When I, I read it before I, before I knew the story, I read the, the, his, his words. And um, mm-hmm. I didn't believe it. I was like, no, this is some bullshit. It has to be. There's no way possible these are his words. But then um, I heard, no, I heard the audio. I was like, no, he's really saying word for word what, what that was in that, that transcript. He's saying he loves the police officers. He loves the first responders. They're, they're beautiful people. Wild. It's just he may wild. have had Asperger's. He may have had autism. No one knows. But either way, those are not death sentences. I've never heard a person who's being captured by the police say he loves them. They're beautiful people. I think that's enough to be like, hey, there's something different here about this particular guy that we're arresting. Maybe we should, you know, handle this one a little bit differently. And then they inject him with ketamine for a 200 plus pound man. Have you ever taken ketamine? Nope. Me either. I imagine it's um we we have a we have a host on our show who has though maybe I'll ask him when we record again. You got a host on your show who's had a lot of things, or let me afraid has a homeboy who's had a lot of things. Right, but ketamine is one of those things. So I can't imagine, but I know that ketamine is used for horse tranquilization tranquilization as well. Hundred forty five pounds, frail, and he was tall, so you know stretched out. Well, actually, I don't know if he was tall. He just seemed, the pictures I saw, he seemed. He seems, he seems taller than, you know, average. Yeah. 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 This is a man who plays violins to make pets feel better at shelters. They got to stop, B. They got to stop killing us. That's just one story. There are other stories that happened since then. That's just one. We are now 100 plus days since, uh, Brianna was killed. Brianna Taylor was killed. What have we had in those hundred days? We had the George Floyd incident. We've had, you know, public massive social grassroots outcry for against racial injustice. We've had protests. We've had we've had uh, riots. Ahmaud Arbery. Uh, Ahmaud Arbery. Uh, oh, by the way, I know you know uh, those three good old boys actually have been uh, convicted by a grand jury. Yeah. Of the murder. Yeah, Roddy. Uh, I guess that, that <laughs> didn't work out the way you thought. You nah. wanted to, us to believe that you were too stupid to commit a crime. You weird rat face looking dude, bowl cut head ass nigga. And your, and your attorney also tried to convince us you were too stupid to have committed a crime. The only stupid thing you did was somehow post this video somewhere. But thank you. Um, Breonna Taylor. 
I know that one of the cops was fired about a week ago. And then another cop was recently fired. That's it. We need these three men arrested. They executed a no-knock warrant. And they shot the shit up. They shot the place up. At the wrong place. So I've heard, I've heard another story that it wasn't the wrong place. Mm, haven't heard that. I, what, I, what I heard was it was a coordinated effort and there was multiple warrants being served at the same time. So what happened, this is, this is just what I heard now. What happened was the uh, main offender had a warrant somewhere else. So they had, to, they, had to, they had to coordinate them though because that's how you take down multiple issues at one time when they're related. So that way they can't call back and alert the other people to run or whatever. So what I read, and I'll have to find the source and get that to you, but what I heard was it was a coordinated effort. She wasn't, her apartment wasn't the main location for the warrant, but it was a subsequent location. So they had the right place. It, her, her place had a warrant on it, but it just wasn't the only warrant in the coordinated effort. And so when they're saying the other guy was in jail, he wasn't in jail. He was arrested at the same time somewhere else. Interesting. Um, I still, oh, you know. Well, it doesn't see. matter if you come in the house shooting people, though. So th th right. the, that's irrelevant. But from what I'm hearing, it, the warrant was supposed to be at that location. So there were that's there. There's a little bit of misinformation going on. But still, though, you broke in somebody. You kicked in somebody's door and just started capping. Yes, you kicked in someone's door and just started capping. You acted with reckless disregard for human life. That's what we like to call a crime. And just because you have a badge doesn't mean you get to commit crimes. You don't get to commit murder. When the state sanctions allows you to carry a gun under the color of the state because you're expected to uphold the law and apply it equally. This is not 007. You're not licensed to kill. This is not collateral damage. Nothing has happened to these cops and only the 100 plus day uproar by the people in Louisville, Kentucky has resulted in just the terminations of two of them in about the last week. There are three involved. They need to arrest all three. Um, that's where the uh, George Floyd protesters are moving to. Um, you know, we want, you know, just like our Ahmaud Arbery, we want, we want, you know, arrests and convictions and long prison sentences. I would love That's to see, the only the, I would love to see the consistency beyond that, as opposed to the consistency being that, you know, black people get pulled over and die from a seemingly minor altercation. I would like the consistency to start being that people, police officers that kill with reckless abandon have also, you know, get charged and convicted and have long sentences. Well, a lot of people publicly uh, who align themselves with the GOP says that there is no such thing as systemic racism. And uh, these are a few bad, few bad actors, just a couple bad actors. So, you know, let's bring these couple bad actors in, but there's no real problem here. Um, I don't agree with that. Uh, the House is passing a, a bill or has passed a bill for certain police reforms. 
At the same time, the Senate is, pass, is, is trying to pass its own bill. Some of the key differences are that the House bill, which is run by Democrats, uh, outright bans chokeholds, whereas the Senate bill doesn't outright ban chokeholds. And there's some other differences. I think the House uh, bill has uh, more oversight for police than the Senate bill does. Again, goes back to you know this idea of, well, you've got one or two bad apples. Whereas the House bill seeks to maybe get at this idea of, wait a minute, this, you know, this system has a problem. Normally, when you have two competing bills, they go to a committee and the committee is comprised of uh, people from both parties and they try to find common ground. We'll see if that happens. But as you know, politics are kind of fucked right now and there's no bipartisanship on anything. So, meanwhile, uh, we're at record rates of corona. I'm looking at my television now. There's 125,768 deaths. There's a total cases in the United States of 2,544,169. I think the Center for Disease Control just said that actually the cases may be 10 times higher. And are not count and are undercounted. So, oopsies. Um, did we talk about Donald Trump's uh, testing hypothesis that the only reason why the numbers are high is because if you if you test, then you have it. And if you didn't test, then the numbers would be low. Uh, yeah, we talked about that. Okay. I don't think we talked about there is is there new evidence that he somehow um, intentionally made the test for the uh, um, antibodies, like he corrupted those tests so that they would come back differently? Have we talked about that at all? Uh, you talking about the CDC? No. Uh, I don't, actually, I don't know what you're talking about, to be honest with you. I, I know I, the antibody tests are not reliable. Well, yeah, but I, I read somewhere, and again, I'm sorry I can't corroborate this right now. I read that intentionally Trump knew that there were some tests, the, the way that the test was done and sent out was intentionally corruptible or corrupted already so that he could kind of uh, shape the way that the results would be. I don't know. You know what? I don't know about that one. That's a little, that seems very far-fetched, but it's something that I read. I was hoping that you would grab onto that. Like, yeah, I know. I, I was going to talk about that, but you didn't hear anything about it. So it may be phony. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. All I know is that from the very beginning, you know, Trump has uh, talked about, um, you know, downplaying things. And that goes back to how Trump usually does what the last person he talks to asks him to do or the last thing he, he watches on Fox News before he goes to bed. And so at that time, the last person he had talked to was probably Dr. Fauci and Dr. Deborah Burks and, they, and uh, Dr. Redfield. And they got him to put in this two-month, uh, shut it all down. Yeah. That will never happen again. Yeah. Um, uh, so... Texas is spiking. Houston's emergency beds are at 90 to 97% capacity. That's a big fucking problem in Texas because Houston is the medical center for not only Texas, but you know it, it's a world-renowned medical location. Uh, 90, 90 to 97% capacity of, of beds. Um, there is now evidence that the people that have this the most are those, you know, you know, ages 18 to 30. 
and they're spreading it and uh, and they are being asymptomatic and they're giving it to people and they don't know. Get at me, dog. So, yeah, so it's spiraling out of control in Texas. Florida, same situation. It's, it's the numbers are spiking. There you have Governor uh, Ron DeSantis who's taking a very Trump approach to it and that everything's fine. And it's just, if, if you test more, then of course you're going to have more, you know, you're going to have more results of, of, of COVID-19. You know, if you didn't test, well, you know, there wouldn't be so much. Uh, Florida has, you know, the last three or four months has been accused of hiding, downplaying, and forbidding actual numbers to be dispersed to not only the public, but even to mayors inside of, of Florida. I think it was either Jacksonville or Orlando, uh, whatever the capital of Florida is. I don't know. Tallahassee. Um, is it? Yeah. If you say so. Whoever the governor is of, 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 of the state, of I believe the, the state capital says he cannot get test results because they won't give them to him. He cannot get stats and figures. They won't give them to him. Um, California, our governor, Governor Gavin Newsom, just, just closed bars. Uh, that had recently reopened uh, in about five or six counties and recommended it be closed in other counties. Last week, uh, Governor Newsom re reaffirmed that everyone needs to wear a mask. Uh, I think that, you know, last week we talked about Trump's rally, I think, and Trump's still not wearing a mask. Mike Pence is still not wearing a mask. Uh, today, Mike Pence was in Texas with Governor Abbott. And I'm listening to Governor Abbott of Texas go through all the things you have to do, you know, socially distance, wash your hands, and wear a mask. And he pointed to it and touched it. I was like, oh, shit. Mike Pence isn't going to like this. How's he going to spin this? B, can you believe that Mike Pence said, and wear a mask? I think everyone <laughs> should wear a mask. I believe it, but... Meanwhile, Trump's sitting <laughs> a stone's throw away. So as soon as he goes to see Trump today, Trump's going to be like, you know you fucked up, right? <laughs> Bro. You know you fucked up, right? Yeah, so shit. As Leslie, the famous, because uh, it's Pride Month, the famous uh, guy from Will and Grace, well, shit. He stepped in it. So Mike Pence got off the plane in Houston wearing a mask. Uh, not Houston, Dallas, wearing a mask. Mike Pence here sits by Governor Abbott who says, wear a fucking mask. Three days ago, Uncle Dick, former Vice President Dick Cheney, had his daughter, because he doesn't use these Twitters, post a picture of him in a cowboy hat wearing a fucking mask. Wear a mask, right, B? Wear a mask. Mike Pence, wear a mask. Everyone should wear a mask. So what did Mike Pence do immediately after that? Went to church. You know, you know what they say. If you're scared, go to church. He had a mask on, B. I'm, I'm, so far, so good, right? I mean, I guess. I, do you think he wears and, it all the time or just for the photos? Well, stick with me here, B. Okay. So the president, vice president came to church, and so he, they wanted to welcome him with a hundred-person choir singing the Lord's praises. B, can you sing in a, in, a, in a mask? You could, but it probably wouldn't sound very good. 
hundred people not wearing masks, singing their heart and lungs out in front of the vice president who's wearing a mask after he just said everyone should socially distance and wear a mask. What the entire fuck? Did it sound beautiful though? hundred people is a lot of people. Well, you know, if you're in a, it's a kind of a Billy Graham, you know, mass choir situation. If you're kind of into that, you know, if you, if you're into the, what they call it? The Mormon choir. What is it? The, the Mormon something choir. I don't know. If you, like heard... that's, if you like that sort of thing. Yeah. Probably, probably would have tickled your fancy. Silver, silver lining is only two of them are going to actually die. Maybe. I don't know, B. They, they kind of run the gamut there. Um, yeah, so that was today. And that's not even the most controversial thing that came out of the Trump White House today. Oh. So, early this morning, Trump re retweets uh, a video of some of his followers, MAGA people, making America great again, rolling through hard through a Florida community. I think it's called the Villages or Village Florida, something like that. Villages in the name. With their MAGA hats, their American flags, making America great again, rolling through on golf carts. There were some protesters there, B. They didn't really like to see that. And so they were exercising their First Amendment rights. And so one of the lead cars of the Make America Great Again crew uh, got a little bit angry with the protesters, B. You want, you want to guess what he, you want? You want to know what he said? What do you say? White power. Oh, God. <laughs> and in case you didn't hear him again, white power. He said it twice? Yeah, yeah he said white power or white supremacy. I think <sighs> white power is what he said. That is so lame brain. <sighs> so Trump saw this and he tweeted it out. He retweeted it. What was the caption? Oh, B. The caption uh, clearly be, it clearly he would be denouncing what was said, don't you think? I would think, I would hope so. I don't think he's really that, he's not, he's not that guy though. He usually says something, some type of nuanced saying that could actually, go either way. Actually, it, it really was white power. It, it really, it really was white power that, uh, that the guy said on his golf cart, speeding through. With the Trump flags, the Trump, you know, make America great again hats. And uh, I feel like we're being trolled, B, in a bad way. Not in a hee-hee funny way, but in a very bad way. I feel like we're being trolled here. Don't you? Uh, you talking about from our president or are you talking about from white people? Our president. Yeah, he totally. He's great at it. Almost, almost genius level troll. Almost, almost genius, genius level, stable genius. That's what I'd call him, right? That's what he calls himself. I never heard him say that, but um, it's yeah, a, he's called himself a stable, stable genius. It's apparent though that he's doing it to to invoke some type of reaction. Um, he thinks it's funny, and if if this were a movie, it probably would be funny. But this is real life, and it's not funny. So, in the villages, Florida, you have. Trump supporters on golf carts rolling through deep Trump flags, you know, MAGA gear, Trump 2020, hit some protesters, and the response is, 
White power. Not once, twice. White power. Nice. And uh, what does Trump <clears throat> say about this? What does he think? So Trump's tweet was denouncing this? No. That's what they think you would do. You got to never do what people think you're going to do, B. That's how, you, that's how you make it ahead in life. When people zig, you fucking zag. So Trump retweeted this video. And, you, and word, I'm just going to read you what he said. <clears throat> Thank you to the great people of the villages. <laughs> the radical left do-nothing Democrats will fall in the fall. Corrupt Joe is shot. See you soon. Wow. Three exclamation points. Wow. <clears throat> well, there's, there's no nuance there. Well, B, um, so a couple hours pass. And uh, Trump decides to delete this tweet. Hmm. Trump's had Twitter for a long time, hasn't he? You would think he knows that that's already been screenshotted many, many times. So the White House is saying that Trump did not hear the man that zoomed in on the video yelling, not once, but twice, white power. I guess it's possible he didn't hear it. So then what was he retweeting it for? Exactly. 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 There's a white supremacist in the White House. And he doesn't give a fuck if you know it. He signed a federal order, uh, ban uh, uh, executive order, trying to stop the destruction of statues. Okay, that's cool. One already exists. And at some point in the middle of last week, he called the park ranger or something, U.S. Parks and Rec, to restore uh, a statue that had been taken down of a Confederate, former Confederate soldier. Mm. Forgot who it was. So did it's the like, world, because it's like, lost. So I was like, fuck you. I need that statue back up. Um, He's really going to use race. He's really going to run on racism. That's really what he's going to try to do. Yeah. And it's not fucking working. Several polls, even a Fox poll, several po polls show that nationally, he's trailing Joe Biden anywhere between 10 to 14 points. Yeah. And most, in five out of six battleground states, he's trailing Joe Biden. In some, almost double digits. In Texas, Joe Biden in polling is ahead by one point. Texas, he's trailing in Florida. What's the uptake from that? That's what the polls say today. Let's don't get it tangled and twisted. About this time, four years ago, Hillary wasn't doing too bad. And we all went, she got this. That's not how it works. You got to show up in November. Yep. You don't show up in November to do this. You're going to get four more years of this. Yep. And I don't know what the fuck country will have with four more years of this. Um, breaking news, relatedly. Uh, Mississippi state, the Mississippi state legislature uh, has passed a bill to change the state flag. 
uh, a lot of people don't know this, um, but uh, Mississippi ha literally has stars and bars on its flag. It's incorporated into the flag. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe the original stars and bars flag was supposed to be, supposed to be that of a of a unit in the Confederacy that I believe were from Mississippi, if not Mississippi, Tennessee. And so they were elite unit and that was their battle flag and that flag was adopted. Uh, so Mississippi, the SIP, you might want to bring this up with another friend of the show and see what he thinks about this, is trying to remove, has no, has passed a bill to change the state flag. I'm shocked. We're having a moment. You're shocked that it's we're having. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Tell me why you're shocked. You're shocked because you're glad it's happening, or you're and you're, you're shocked that they finally did, it, or you're shocked that it's 2020 and we're still having to do this. The answer is yes, but the most shocked I am is that people in Mississippi decide uh, legislators in Mississippi decided, oh no, we got to do this shit red now. Yeah, that's surprising to me. That's surprising to me. What else has Trump been up to other than trying to save Confederate monuments? Um, Thursday night, I believe, or Wednesday night or Tuesday night, one of those. The Trump Department of Justice and Trump's attorneys submitted a late night brief to the U.S. Supreme Court. Did you hear about this, be honest? Did not. So... We're in the middle of a pandemic. People are dying. People have lost their jobs. People need health care, can't get it because either they've lost their jobs and they've lost coverage or uh, they're afraid to go to the hospitals because some of them are overrun. By the way, Arizona is also now overrun. I have a close college friend who believes he has coronavirus and is waiting for his test and probably does have it the way he described it. But, but I, I digress. So people are in a bit of a bind with regards to their health care. So Trump's attorneys in a late night filing have asked the Supreme Court to overturn the Affordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare. What does that mean? That means that in the middle of a pandemic, He's trying to take away insurance from people who need it. There have been an enrollment, I think, of uh, in the last year, maybe 30, 40 million people in the, in the Affordable Care Act. That's their only insurance. I don't know. About a year or so ago, we were talking about this, B, you and I, that, uh, that they were trying to take it or maybe we weren't talking about, but they were trying to overturn the Affordable Care Act, but they had nothing to put in its place. They still have nothing to put in its place. But in an election year, in the middle of a pandemic, Trump has authorized his attorneys to ask the United States Supreme Court to take away the health care of maybe 40 million Americans with no replacement. What do you think about that, B? You know how I feel about that. I'm just... B, do you think he wants to win? Um, I, I I think he does. I think he wants to. I don't. I don't think he. You think he really, really wants to? Or you think he's like, eh, it'd be nice. I think he wants to. He was on Fox and Friends, or and 
I don't have the verbatim, so this is paraphrasing. This came out of Trump's mouth. Ain't, you know, and you know, if I don't win, it's because, you know, some people don't like me. What? If you don't win? Hmm. This motherfucker looks at polls. Yeah. He sees it's not good. His gut is wrong. Everything he does makes it worse. This country is moving forward, not as much as it should. Don't get me wrong. But it's having a moment trying to at least have a conversation about its past, its real past. And he's doubling down on the Confederacy, racism, and strong police force. He's mixing one part Nixon, who ran on uh, Law and Order. That's how he got that second, that second term. And one part George Wallace separating the them versus us. Yeah. The superior versus the inferior. And you don't think it's working at all? No. Hmm. He's losing his moderates. Yeah. Well, B, you're not, I don't know if you're looking at the polls. He's losing- uh, no, I don't care about that. He's losing educated men. He's losing older men. Uh, he's losing women. And uh, he's in, in Joe Biden is actually, you know, as much as I don't think Joe Biden is the best thing since sliced bread, um, he checks some boxes that make people who need to vote Democrat feel comfortable who wouldn't normally. Do you do you feel like capitalism is becoming um, is, is coming under fire? Mm. What do you mean? Um, because I mean, and it's all tied together. I think that Trump is. Um, he's initiated this thing in people who are borderline Republicans, borderline maybe even Trump supporters, borderline a lot of things. They're like all coming out recently just because they're tired of being on that side of they they he's he's exposing himself as being such a bad person that people are not able to line up with um any of the things. Like th- there was that guy who was the uh he used to be the vice president of like Cigna or something. He came out and said um, he was he 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 says he feels like he he lied to the American public and he can't stand by the lie anymore. Uh, they tried to say that Canadian healthcare, the single payer healthcare system, was was awful and that our system was much better. But um, you know, he has to tell the truth now that our system is broken. Capitalism and the corporate structure for the way we do insurance is wrong. And I mean, I think a lot. I think that you don't even have to look at the polls. Just look at the people who are coming out opposing him and it's it's obvious to me that it's timing it had it not been trump in in in, in office i don't think that that guy that vice president of cigna of all of all companies would um would have come out and, and spoke against corporate insurance he could be an outlier i think that you know i don't have any confidence in major corporations suddenly finding a heart right. so to speak and, you know, there are people who say things and they don't wind up staying in those positions. Um, but, you know, I, capitalism has a lot of problems. Always has. Always will. But, they're, but it's but, not going anywhere. But Trump has made himself the poster boy for capitalism. And I mean, fuck, if, if there ever were a, a, a time for somebody on the, on the line <laughs> to make a decision to jump off the capitalism idea as an ideal, it would be now because he's, he's driving people away with him 
pitting himself as being the the president that's most in tune with our economy and the most in tune with the way capitalism works and why it's beneficial. Because if no other time now with, with COVID and uh, the race issues, the social issues for him to still be touting, you know, his great success and his numbers and, you know, the things that I was saying were good with the economy. Like, you know, he's got even white, he's got wasps jumping off the ship. And when the wasps start jumping off the ship. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They are because he's literally fucking up everything. Wendell Potter, that's the guy's name. He's now the, uh, he's now uh, leads an organization called Medicare for All now. Um, he says, amid America's COVID-19 disaster, I must come clean about a lie I spread as a health insurance exec. We spent big money to push the idea that Canada's single-payer system was awful and the U.S. system much better. It was a lie, and the nation's COVID responses prove it. The truth, and it's like five more tweets, but uh, I know that Obamacare is not single-payer, Canada-style healthcare, but it's a lot closer to every American having some sort of insurance. Even President Obama said, hey, you can, make, you can improve it if you want. That's fine. Right, right, right. This is just, you know, this is, this is better than where we are. You can improve it. This is just an idea. Hey, this is the idea. Let's get this passed and then let's build on the idea. Mm-hmm. Well, B, you know, maybe you and I are just uh, being short-sighted here. Maybe we really just need to put our arms around what a second-term Trump agenda would look like. No way. I mean, aren't we in an election year? Yeah, I'm not willing to consider that. Even though I hate Joe Biden, I think that the the, the liberals liberals are about to really screw us up, and they're about to get get pushed through a lot of things they've been trying to push through for a while. I still think I prefer that over another four years of Trump. Well, B, that's because you haven't heard the second term agenda. Oh God, <laughs> why are you trying to depress me? We just talked about <laughs> second. I mean, we're in an election year, right? <laughs> we are, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if you're in an election, you got to tell the people what you're going to do to get the job again, right? Uh, is law and order one of those fucking things? Is, is, is that one of them? Well, I know you're waiting with, bait, waiting with bated breath. So, Thursday, uh, Fox host Sean Hannity asked Trump to name his top priority items for a second term. <clears throat> I'm going to read a little bit and paraphrase a little bit. One of the things that will, Trump, one of the things that will be really great, the word experience is still good. I always say talent is more important than experience. I've always said that. But the word experience is a very important word, a very important meaning. <laughs> then he started talking about his life as, as, a, as a New York developer and that he never really visited Washington. He didn't know many of the people in Washington, but now he does. Now I know everybody. And I have great people in administration. You make some mistakes, like an, like an idiot, like, you know, John Bolton. All he wanted to do was drop bombs on everybody. You don't have to drop bombs on everybody. You don't have to kill people. From there, he just started attacking Bolton. <laughs> and that was it. That's his agenda for the next four That's years? That's the agenda. That's it. <sighs> his agenda is that he now has experience. And... He now knows people in Washington. 
Well, he's got a couple of months to show us what the, what that what that means for the next four years. He should start now. He better hurry up. B, let me do this again, B. Because <laughs> I clearly not listen to me. <laughs> a candidate, an incumbent candidate for re-election to be the president of the United States says his agenda with a second term is A, he has some experience. Right. B, he now knows some people in Washington. He better figure out a way to make that make sense to people. He's only got a couple of months. That he he may have some grand plan that he's just not revealing, but if that's the plan, he better start showing some of the some of his hand. Oh no, that's 2016, be honest. There's no grand plan. <laughs> There's no magic man behind the curtain, B. Uh, Everything he does is literally firing from below. Yeah. Some would or, say from the hip. Yeah. Discharging from the hip. So, yeah, man, I, you know, it's just, uh, really? I mean, he's on Fox News with Sean Hannity, his boy. You can't formulate nothing? <laughs> nothing. Oh, I was yeah. saying, you know, it's like a, you know, office space where they say, oh, so what do you bring to the company? Well, you know, I've been here for a while and I, of course, know a lot of people here. Right. That's what you're going to add in a second. <laughs> it's I don't know whether you need to laugh or you need to cry. Stranger than fiction. And uh, you can't. You couldn't write this. You could not write this. And uh, apparently, the Ru- Russia is a topic again. Apparently, Russians uh, tried to bribe Taliban fighters to kill U.S. troops. I read that. Trump says first. I've heard of it. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. House way. The answer is he doesn't. He doesn't. He's not awake at this shit. He's he calling. He's calling it in. He doesn't. You know. He just. He's not going to these things. He's got shit to do. Can't be bothered with this shit. Russia. <sighs> fuck, man. You know. Goddamn. You know. They on my ass. All right. Sure. Whatever. An impeachment, a pandemic, and a recession walk into the last year of a presidency. All of these things by themselves, you would say, no way. This guy's fucked. No way. 45 million unemployed in the last, you know, two and a half months. Economy's in the shitter. Outlook's not good. People are dying more. B, did you know that the numbers are higher now with coronavirus than they were back in fucking April? We're literally in a worse position now than before we started this whole damn thing. Wait a minute, that makes sense. You mean new cases, the numbers are higher. Is that what you're saying? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so when we started, stop this shit, say, hey man, this could happen. Let's stop it right now. We're actually worse than we were then by a lot. In other words, the sacrifices we've made don't seem to matter. Are other are other countries reporting the same thing, or is it just us? No, 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 B, no, no, it's us. So the company, the country with the most money, 
in my opinion, some of the greatest minds in, in science and medicine, the most facilities is almost dead last in, in, in Western countries in dealing with this. I just want to say, I just want to say though, I just want to say that maybe that's evidence that it's all bullshit. Go ahead. Are you done or are you finished? I'm just saying, man. You can, so the virus, as a virus, as a virus goes, every other nation is doing better, but we're not. I don't know that that's real. That doesn't that doesn't sound like it makes any sense to me. So I think that there's a lot of room there for interpretation of how they're 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 labeling these corona deaths and whatever these numbers are. If we're the only nation that's doing poorly, so you're saying we're the only nation doing poorly? I don't. That just doesn't that doesn't work for me. I'm sorry. That sounds like propaganda. Sometimes, sometimes, I think about punching you in the face. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the reason why our numbers are the way they are, B, because you've been alive these last four months, it's because the President of the United States, one, encouraged people not to do the things to protect themselves from the virus. Two, the whole administration got caught flat-footed and not being able to mobilize to take care, to, to try to address these things, to try to contain. And that's not all his fault. A lot of it is, but it's not all his fault. The Center for Disease Control sent out some fucked up tests. They fucked some shit up. So you're, telling me, Redfield's crew. you're telling me there's no other nation with a bad president and no other nation with a bad administration Yes. And, so how come Brazil. That, so how Brazil come, and Mexico. Brazil and Mexico are also in the shitter. And how about some of these third world countries where they they don't even I'm not have talking good, about, I'm not I'm not talking about third world. Oh, we're talking, talking about civilized no. first world yeah. only. Okay. Okay. So you can maybe put an asterisk by Mexico, but Brazil and Mexico are, are have it worse because their presidents literally did what Trump is doing. Well, let me no, well not the Mexican president. No, not the Brazilian president. Brazilian president will at least put on a mask in public sometimes. But I mean, who's really taking their cues from Trump that doesn't, a lot of people. that doesn't deserve to be on the fringe? Some would say maybe, you know, slightly less than, than the population of the United States. I'm not wearing a mask, but it's not because of Trump. It's because you're an asshole and you don't care about people. If you say so. I'm just saying, I mean, you... Oh, breaking news, B. I mean, this is something that you actually want to hear. Dr. Deborah said that there's now... New evidence that shows the mask not only will keep, will help you protect other people from you because your germs can't get out, but it looks like the mask may also protect you from getting it. All that people. is obvious as fuck. That's not breaking yes, news. Yes, it was obvious as fuck. That's not breaking news. If there were a virus to protect you from, the mask would protect both ways. That's fucking obvious. I don't think anybody... But that's not that. what they've been saying. Well, you don't... I don't think you follow the medicine on this. They've been going the, back and forth. I know. They've been talking about that the other way most of... All of this time. All right. of this time, they've been talking about the other way. For I know. Did it make sense? Once they talked about masks for regular people... That's what they meant. Or face coverings for regular people. Right. That's what they meant. Right. Uh, it's to protect you from you. Right. But but shit, man. I mean, fuck. If I'm in a dust storm and I cover my mouth, why do I cover my face? Why do I do that? To keep shit that's, out. Yeah, it makes sense. That that seems obvious to me. 
I don't think that people are taking their cues from Trump as much as as we were saying. I mean, I don't believe that people are 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 literally watching what Trump does to live their life. Well, it's the encouragement and uh, and it was the refusal to provide an overarching national guidance to people on this, to states on this, and allowing each state to do whatever the fuck it wanted. And in doing that, that, that that's a mindset. It's a mindset of, oh, this is not too bad. This is this is just the flu. This is just the flu. I mean, on this on this show, you and I, you know, expressed an idea that maybe this will go away. We've talked about that. Maybe early on in this thing, like, I don't know, maybe it'll go to go away. Maybe. Because we've all we're all learning about this as it goes on. Why? Because this is some new shit. It seems like every time we talk to the doctors, every time the doctors talk and scientists talk, they don't fucking really know. They're just saying some things. Well, this is how such and such would react. Here are the things we do know. You know, when somebody asks me a question I don't know the answer, you know what I do? I tell them the things I do know. Yeah. Regardless of whether or not it has anything to do with the question they asked me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a little weird. That's what the doctors are doing. They're telling us the things they do know. Yeah. And every now and then, Dr. Fauci will say, but we don't know. Every now and then, Dr. Sanjay will say, we don't know. Not that bitch Deborah. She won't say that shit. But in general, they don't know. And one of the things they don't know is the long-term effects and after you get this shit. And they're starting to get a sample size that says, hey, man, your lungs may be fucked up, fucked up, even if you, you, know, even if you survive. So one of the first things they said, I believe that was a mistake. So they told young people it wouldn't be as bad. I don't believe they should have did that, but that's what they did. And as a result, that idea got permeated and, and blown out by the Trump administration and then by these state governments that, hey, if you're under, you know, first it was six, if first it was 60, you're okay. Then it was, then it was 50, then it was 40. If, if you're under 30, you'll be fine. It's like having a little cold. Yeah. That idea you know, the idea that says you don't have to change shit you're doing. You can continue to live the lot, your life the way you want. Right. Yeah, that idea was appealing to a lot of people. Yeah, they should have just said they didn't know in the beginning. Instead of lying. Nope, but they did. And so people like, you know. And then the other thing is, and B, you're falling into this trap because you've already said you don't wear your mask. Some people are just like, there's, a, there's a, uh, an expiration date on people for certain things. Anytime you're asked to do something outside of your regular degular, outside of your comfort, outside of what you want to do, for some people, that patience to do that runs out. So a lot of other people just don't want to deal with the shit anymore. They don't want to think about it. They want it to be over. And so in their minds, eh, it's over. I've got a colleague of mine who's a nurse. She says it's no big deal. No big deal. I don't believe she wears a mask here in California anywhere outside of her job. So there are a lot of people that have gotten information from a lot of different places from this Trump administration and the initial message was one, you're only at risk if you're here. Two, you should wear a mask. Well, President Trump, you're going to wear a mask? No, I can't envision that for myself. <laughs> and then later he said, if you wear a mask, did you know that you're a Trump supporter? Man, get out of here. Yeah. He said that. Hell yeah, you did. He said that. I don't agree with that. 
Well, clearly you don't want you don't want to take a per, a pop shot at the at 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 your president, so you're you're not wearing that mask. So I, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. You're showing support. For That's the, what he said. The shadows. That's what he said. He says if you you know you're only wearing a mask if you if you're one if you're one of those liberal Democrats uh, and if you're trying to take a shot at me or it's a political statement. Those are the people that are wearing masks. Yeah. People are jumping off the ship. I, thought I said that too. They're jumping off the ship. As these numbers go up, hospitals are overrun. People are saying, wait a goddamn minute, this is a fucking problem. If the hospital beds are full because people are getting corona treatments and regular shit happens, now you don't have a bed. So just breaking news, a GOP Senator Lamar Alexander, don't know where he's from. He's taken a He's, he's said something firm about Donald Trump and the mass. He's, you know, he's slapping his wrist. He says it would help if he, if Trump would wear a mask. Um, they've, there's been reporting that that literally is never going to fucking happen. No. Just like he's tying his, his, his candidacy to racism and separation, air quotes and law and order. He's tying his presidency to no mask. They tore Vice uh, Mike Pence's ass up earlier today when he had that when he was saying you should wear a mask. He said, "Hey, reporter said, but you just went to Arizona in that mask gathering and you weren't wearing a mask. And now you're telling us that we should wear masks. Why is it okay for you to do that?" Mike Pence says, "Well, we have a constitutional right to assemble, to freely assemble, and so." You know, people should be allowed to exercise their constitutional rights to freely assemble. True, that's true, but still, but it's, I mean, that's true. <sighs> I'm tired. It's a pandemic. It won't stop killing us. There's an election. In a few months, I just wish we could just fast forward to that shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Unless he wins, then it's going to really suck. Oh, we already talked about our contingency plan. I think you were going to go to Canada and I was going to go to Mexico. I mean, we're good. You have a passport. I have a passport. It's good. <laughs> uh, I probably shouldn't go to Mexico. Remember, I told you they're having yeah. Where's Corona? Mm, come on, to, come on to Canada, man. If I, I don't, if they let me, yeah, in. yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, Mexico's not. Not really. Yeah, there. Yeah. Even man. Um, new month next month, July. My birth month. Can't wait to celebrate, B. So, what plague will we have in July? <laughs> Who knows? You know, I gotta give a shout out to the murder hornets. Remember the murder hornets that were there a few months back? Yeah. What happened to those guys? Yeah, they aren't those. Aren't they really fucking thoughtful? They took a break on us. They was like, hey, oh, shit. You know what? This is a bad time. We'll come back later. You let us know. You let us know when you're, when you're, we'll come back later. You just give us a call. I think I saw one of the George Floyd protests. A so, murder hornet? Yeah, maybe, no. they're, maybe they're joining in the protest. Maybe, but, you know, they're, you know, fucking conscientious as fuck. So my bet next month is aliens, B. So what do you think is going to happen next month? <laughs> Damn. I don't want aliens to happen already. 
Too soon. All right. So so you pick your pick your uh, horrible thing that's gonna happen next month. We're gonna we're gonna do our Cleo. Uh, we're gonna do, we're gonna prognosticate. We're gonna be Negro Damases. What do you so what do you think is gonna happen in your birth month in your birth month, birthday month? What's gonna happen? We haven't had a natural disaster in a while. Mm, you asshole! I live in California. Don't you put that that great that bigger the big one on me? Don't not, do that. I'm just saying it doesn't have to be. A- don't, don't do that. <laughs> oh no no. <laughs> I'm not talking about necessarily in America, just period. We have we, shit. We haven't had a major scale uh, natural disaster. God in a while. damn it, B! Don't stop saying that. We've been waiting <laughs> on the big one in California for quite some time. Okay, don't have. But I mean, you ask me. I'm I'm just saying it's 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 fitting. It's the middle of the year. We have <laughs> had Michael one Blackson in a while. Say? We have had one. Michael in a while. Blackson. Try again, mother sucker. Pick another one. <laughs> uh, alien. We'll just go with aliens because I don't want to offend you. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> but either way, whatever the hell happens out there, we're going to do our best until they take away our internet. And if they take away our internet, then B, you're, you're, you're a ham operator, aren't you? No, we should get our licenses, though. But we nobody else will listen to us, though. So they won't have ham license on radio, so. I guess you're right. I guess <sighs> we'll be fucked then. Yeah. But whatever happens, however it happens, between now and November, and hopefully beyond, Whatever comes up, we're going to continue to present two sides of the same coin. But both sides are black on both sides. Where nothing is black and white.